Welcome to Coming Out of the Spiritual Closet with your host, me, Brittany Wittig. Join me every week to explore and demystify the world of modern spirituality. This week, I'm thrilled to invite Nicoletta from Lunacy's Astrology back to the podcast. And Nikki is sharing all about the astrology of 2024, and it is fascinating. She actually shared so much information that I'm making this into a two-part episode so that it's not overwhelming. This is part one that you're about to listen to, and in the next few days, I'll have part two up. 2024 is going to be huge, and there's just so much that Nikki covers in these two episodes. I'm really excited to share them with you. And just a quick update in my world, if you would like to start listening to my channeled messages that I'm going to be posting regularly, head to my YouTube. I'm putting it in the show notes. And then I would also like to share that in early 2024, I am going to be opening the doors to a new program that is a primarily one-on-one container where you will work with me. We'll have one-on-one channeled sessions, um, energy work, coaching. It's called The Portal. And it's going to be something very special. Space will be limited because it is one-to-one. So if you're interested and just want to get more information on that as the information becomes available, head down to the show notes and you can join the waitlist for the portal. All right, now without further ado, here is Nikki with the Astrology of 2024. I am so looking forward to this episode. 2024 is already feeling like to me, like really, mm, I'm making like a motion with my fingers. It's feeling buzzy. It's feeling big. It's feeling powerful. And so I'm just so excited to hear what Nikki has to say today about this. Nikki, (laughs) where would you like to, where would you like to start? First of all, thanks for having me on again, Brittany. It's always such a pleasure being on your podcast. I always walk away feeling refreshed, rejuvenated. I love your perspective and I just love what you do. Um, Thank you. And yeah, I'm really excited to speak about the new year. (laughs) So this, you are completely right, is going to be a huge year astrologically. Uh, For me, I feel like It is going to be the ripple of change. It's going to be where we really, in the future, look back and think, wow, what a year that was and how it shaped and shifted our society. Um, For me, it's not just... um, Because at first, when I started doing the notes, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to be what the next decade is going to look like. But now I look at it more, I feel like it's a pinnacle point for what the next century is going to look like. Whoa. (laughs) Yeah. And, um, yeah, there's just so much happening. uh, And I feel like we can all already feel it. We can, within our own worlds, there's been a lot of change. And um, on a bigger picture, there's been a lot of change. And on that note, I'm just going to give a little introduction on the type of astrology I do. Okay. Okay. So I'm what we call um, an evolutionary astrologer. 
which means basically I focus on the growth of the soul. Um, when I'm giving a personal reading, I will focus on the growth of your soul and what the planets mean for you. Um, however, in this context, um, which is a collective reading, I will tie in mundane astrology, which is the astrology of world events, politics, the weather, things like that. Um, and then I'll look at how these events impact us as an individual and give us soul growth as a collective. Um, and what this essentially means for the karma of our own planet. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, all astrology works in cycles. <laughs> and astrologers love to look at past cycles and try to figure out what the future cycles are going to be about. Um, and how I'm going to break down the transits is I'll give you what the energies mean. Um, but then I'm going to put a little, sometimes I'll put in what's happened in the past. Um, and then I can put in my own little spin on what I believe will happen. Um, of course, I can't be 100% certain. Um, this is just from my own research, from my own understanding of astrology, what I believe will happen. Okay. Does that sound good? Absolutely. Wonderful. And also, I just want to also, I didn't just, cause you didn't quite, you didn't really mention this, but also Nikki is highly intuitive. And I feel like that contributes so much to, um, to just how great you are with astrology. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that means a lot coming from you. Cause you know, I feel very mutual about your, um, intuition and your abilities. Mm, thank you. <laughs> Okay, so should we get into the juice? Yes. Okay, so <laughs> the hot topic this year, the big boy, yeah. is Pluto, right? Pluto is what we call a generational planet, which means um, it stays in a sign for a lot, uh, sorry, yeah, stays in a sign for a long time. Um, and it impacts a whole generation when it does do that. Pluto, its modern ruler is Scorpio, right? And its ancient ruler is Mars, which is where the North Node is at the moment, but we're going to discuss that a little bit later, right? So this year, Pluto is moving into Aquarius, right? And it hasn't been in Aquarius for a very, very long time. <laughs> it, it tends to spend over a decade, sometimes more, in a sign. So before it was in Capricorn since 2008, and it's only leaving Capricorn now. Wow. And... Pluto works with Scorpio themes, which is power, transformation, psyche, your inner world, wealth, um, sex. Um, I don't know if I said power, but power is a big one. <laughs> I probably said it first. Um, so, yeah, it deals with all these themes. And because it's um, Scorpio energy, it kind of kills what it's in 
for it to be reborn again or to feel alive again or to transform in a different way. Okay. And right now we're dealing with themes of Aquarius. So this is revolutionary energy. Aquarius is thinking outside the box. It's thinking outside the grain. It's, um, it's technology. It's intelligence. It's being a maverick. It's also about community and rebellion. So what we're going to be seeing is the start of a revolution, essentially, or many revolutions. The last time Pluto was in Aquarius, which was between 1777 and 1798, uh, we had the American Revolution, we had the Industrial Revolution, we had the French Revolution. So you can, <laughs> we can see that like the theme of revolution is massive. Um, and I feel like we're gonna see a lot of revolutions in other countries because we've got Uranus and Taurus. Um, and we might see even in our own countries. Um, but yeah, we're just going to see the fight for freedom just going to the next level. We're also going to see technology going to another level. Now, Pluto is going to be in, in Aquarius till 2043. Wow. And because it's a... Um, a generational planet from now till 2043 a whole group of people are going to be born with pluto in aquarius right. so they're going to have that i want to change i want to that maverick energy naturally within them and they're going to be leading that revolution for even more years to come Okay. So it feels really big. Yeah. It feels really, really big. Yeah. Um, but what makes it funny is <laughs> Pluto works in a really subtle way. You don't, sometimes you will have like big stories, which will see like how those systems are being dismantled. Um, but for the most part, we it works because Scorpio energy is secretive energy. It works in a way that when you kind of look back, you see it more. Okay. So, um, for instance, when Pluto was in Sagittarius, uh, Sagittarius is all to do with our belief system, mm -hmm. right? Okay. Um, and during that time, we saw people's beliefs being torn down like we heard news story about um, outrage within missionaries or religious extremism or it was common for people to talk about beliefs or changing beliefs or um, pedophilia in churches these were some of the big news stories during that time right um, and you couldn't say oh, that was like the pinnacle turning point. But we can see that since then, um, atheism may have been stronger. Or now, as we know, um, people's beliefs are also growing. There's an influx of meditation or witchcraft or rituals. Um, 
and my personal favorite astrology <laughs> right yeah so we could see that those things that the last few years since 2008 Pluto has been in Capricorn right um and Capricorn likes to climb the ladder it likes to it's very corporate it's very achieving it's very governmental right yeah. and when Pluto was in Capricorn, we saw, I guess, dismantling of the old world, right? People started to trust their governments less. I think the pandemic had a huge part of that. Uh, people that wouldn't have usually strayed from their governments are now questioning especially um when they've seen governments do things that they don't necessarily agree with i can't talk about other countries but i was living in the uk at the time and um in our politics we had um uh politicians having parties having affairs but at the same time whilst they were saying you guys can't go to your family's funeral or um, you can't be in the room when your partner's giving birth. They right. were doing these things. So, you know, people, there's a lot of anger there. There's a lot of anger there. Um, and this is also tied into Uranus and Taurus, uh, which is putting the financial strain on things. Okay. Right? So right now people are like this crescendo bit where – um, they feel really tightened up, finances are tough, cost of living is tough, um, there's a little bit of freedom being felt like it's being taken away, and that's Saturn in Pisces, which again I'll also go into more detail in later, but the Saturn in Pisces, Pisces is our dreams, and Saturn is like restricting. It's sort of like we're getting restricted and more restricted and um, that American dream of you can get everywhere you want to be if you work hard is kind of making it, people are seeing that no matter how hard they work, they still can't afford houses. Some like can't even afford food. Yeah. Um, so there's this like rich getting richer. And I really feel that that is where the Pluto and Aquarius is going to come in sort of we want freedom, we want this, you know, we have, this land is also ours. Um, and that's how I really, really see it playing out. Um, now, next year, so 2024, um, we're going to have the final degree of Pluto in Capricorn. The final degree is always the strongest degree. It's when it's like the bubbling pot and it's all ready to overflow and all the dirty, all the nasty, all of it comes out. Um, so we will really start seeing like these world le leaders being pulled to the surface and that's going to be a huge spin for how the Pluto and Aquarius is going to help us move forward. Another key thing, Pluto deals with 
is how we give power to others. Okay. Yeah. So people are feeling like that anger, that feeling of we want change and we want it now. And mm. Aquarius is the power of the people. Right. Okay. It is. We don't like things and us as a collective are going to stand up and fight this. Mm. Right. And who we put our power in, who we put our strength in is going to change. Okay. Right. And that has to do with the nodes. <laughs> you know, I love talking about the nodes. The nodes are like my favorite thing to talk about. Um, so for those that don't know, the nodes are karmic points in the chart. Um, they show us the energy we're moving away from and what we're looking to move towards. Okay. Right. Um, right now the South node is in Libra and the North node is in Aries. Libra is the sign of justice. It is, it wants fairness. It believes in doing the right thing. It's grace. It's the law. It also is related to gender. A big thing about Aries is myself connected to others, my relationship to others, what my, what my autonomy is, and how it is related to us, is that connection, yeah. right? Now, with the nodes transiting in the signs, um, we tend to try to move towards the north node. We're moving away from the south node energy towards the north node energy. Where, uh, the south node energy will kind of reach a peak for the no uh, north node energy to come in. Okay. And the key times we can see the energy shift is during eclipses ah okay yeah that makes sense that's <laughs> so, been my experience <laughs> um so eclipses are what we call game changers okay they kind of change our trajectory they change the path we're on and they bring that kind of change energy now we already had one eclipse in Libra. So in the Libra Aries sphere. Eclipses, the energy lasts for six months. Right? Ah, we okay. can feel that energy for six months. Right? We didn't have the North Node and Taurus eclipse yet. We haven't had an eclipse here yet. So we've the last few months since October till March, we're going to be dealing with south node and libra energy and we're going to be seeing the dark side of libra right mm. um so we did i just hear scorpio Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm like what is the dark side of libra <laughs> yeah so we can see justice issues relating to gender we can see things around marriage laws coming up um we can see, uh, I feel like there's going to be themes around anything to do with like gender, really. Um, so we've got um, 
relationships, they're going to be a key thing. So sadly, we're going to see some relationships turn really, really ugly. Um, And this could be already happening. People's boundaries being tested. Mm. Online dating is going to be a huge one as well. And I find it interesting. I find like at the moment, there's a lot of stuff about how people feel disconnected to others because of online dating, how people have become disposable. And um, Mm. I feel like that is going to be a huge, huge thing as well. Um, And I feel especially a pain point for the younger generations that haven't known dating outside of online dating. And I feel like this year is going to be just that pinnacle point of this kind of needs to change. I need to show the airy themes of, you know, I'm in my power. Um, I want something new. I want, like, I feel like there's still going to be a lot of sex. Sure. <laughs> um, but as we progress, I feel like intimacy is going to be at an all-time high. Mm. Um Okay. But that's not going to be coming into play. Like I feel for some people it probably is already, but right when the North Node is more in Aries, that's going to really take a step. Like right now we just see things around it. So we see, for instance, um, I don't know if you've heard the song Strangers. Not sure. Yeah, so this it's a really nice song. Um, but in the song she talks about how um she goes on like a date and she feels this huge connection and she feels you know they just share this real intimacy and then the next day the person ghosts her and how this continuously is happening oh okay interesting so I feel like that's going to be something that's going to be addressed and people are going to be moving again more towards like heart-centered space and of course this isn't going to happen like with a flip of a switch but I can see that this is going to be a big year for that changing the energy of Libra is always ourself with others and how we blend as I said we'll probably see the the worst in people worst in the sex industry etc we'll also see some things of uh, people's power being taken away or people using gender as a means to control. So, for instance, um, I was reading a really sad news story the other day about how women in India uh, are shamed and how they'll be taken from their house, stripped, beaten, and then paraded on the street. Wow. And to me, it was just, it just screamed this South Node in Libra, like this injustice to this woman. Another interesting topic, which I feel like is a huge thing that I've, as the the planet is changing, our relationships are also changing. And when I talk about relationships, I'm not just talking about partners, um, sexual relations. I'm talking about our relationships with our parents, our grandparents, our children, our friends. Yeah, That, I feel, is also going to be a huge, huge topic this year. Um, now more than ever, we're seeing more people having this discussion of, are we having babies? Yes. It's not just something we do anymore. And of course, 
all these things have been happening in the past as well. But the influx is at an all-time high, in my opinion. I could be wrong. Who knows? <laughs> no, I <laughs> totally, I, really I, feel- I see that everywhere. No, I, I think you're right about that for sure. That's a thing now. Yeah. And the reasoning behind it is also like quite interesting. You hear people talk about the state of the world, uh, the state of their finances, their hopes and dreams, what they really want to achieve, and, and they don't see children fitting into that equation. Yeah. But another huge thing that has been the topic of a lot of people on people's lips is generational trauma. Stopping that bloodline to be like, the trauma ends with me. Mm. Yes. Now, um, especially the Scorpio generation that are having children, they're learning about their children as well and healing. And, you know, the topics of healing the self is also massive. Yeah. You know, a holistic approach is also massive. You know, these... Um, And I feel like this is the Capricorn dismantling, going into more holistic, open, ritualistic ways, not just relying on pharma or other ways of doing things. It's like a lot more discussion, especially uh, Uranus is in Taurus at the moment, and we're discussing about how trauma is stored in the body, how to release that. Um, But that discussion of, are we going to have children? That plays a huge role in that the South Node because it, it's all interlinked to that trauma as well. Okay. Yeah. Now, on the topic of relationships, a big theme um, we could be seeing in new stories this year is about gender roles. Okay. Right. Someone who I respect massively a man (laughs) went to me the other day I don't understand why do feminists still exist I don't think they need it in this country (laughs) and I would say he's a very modern man yeah so I was really shocked at this and I looked at um like the social circles I know and gender roles still are a big thing. Yeah. I see, you know, again, women not, um, you know, there's not paid housework, but and I'm not saying in every instance, but it's right. more of an expectation for women to do. Uh, and I'm not saying that in every country, it's just from what I've been seeing. Like, for instance, um, someone came and fixed my boiler the other day, he spilled water. He mopped it up and he went to me afterwards. See, like, look, like he wanted a well done. Like, well done, you cleaned up after yourself. Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, this is where the problem is. That's not necessarily a woman's role, but you have put it in your mind as it's it's a woman's role. Yeah. But now women and men are working exactly the, like, not exactly the same jobs, but they're both working full time. But who's expected to do the childcare or clean the house? Right. So that's going to be a really big topic as well, as well as, of course, the gender gap. Um, who's are, for the same job? Are people getting paid the same? And are women getting the same respect? Yeah. Right. 
as a woman that's worked in an office before, mm. people think you're not as capable as men. Right. And how the generations have worked of like, oh, I'm just going to act like the dumb blonde, et cetera, et cetera. I remember me and my now best friend both clocking on to a manager who essentially thought me and her were stupid because we were women. Yeah. And, <laughs> like he wouldn't see the work we were doing. It was very much based on our gender. So, of course, in an act of rebellion, she's got Aquarius. I've got my North Node in Aquarius. Um, <laughs> um, we both played along with it and made him do double the work. Smart. <laughs> um, but to me, it just really showed, you know, there is still, like now it might be just more subtle in a Western society. Obviously, in other societies, it's different. It might be more subtle that that divide but we're kind of trying to like bridge that I feel on a lighter note this south node in Libra is going to bring people to us that feel like they're an instant bond because this is a karmic placement and it's related to others so people especially look where it is in your chart but it can bring people to us that just feel like massive connections life-changing connections where we just meet and it's just like an instant click right um some people can be like an instant i hate you and i don't know why but that's also very karmic and there's a lot of that coming in there's also going to be a lot of moments where people are remembering what the vibration of love feels like mm -hmm. libra can be a little bit superficial at times but I feel like the realness is going to start being shown to us really aggressively. Mm -hmm. um, so um, an example of this, I was seeing another story about an influencer mum who people thought really highly of, um, but now she's in the courts, so Libra Justice, for child abuse. Yes, I know this story. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Crazy. <laughs> um, and to me, that's another example of like, we're not putting up power into other people, not comparing ourselves to other people, which is another South Node Libra thing. We're not going to compare ourselves to what we see online because that's not real. Right. We're going to focus on ourselves. Yes. Which I'm really excited for. I'm kind of, you know which I think you're going to relate because you've got a lot of Scorpio energy too. I'm kind of um, done with the fake energy. I feel like there's a lot of superficial fake energy out there. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like I said, it needs to stop. Yep. I agree. 100%. That's how we're really going to connect to one another. Right. Because if we're all living in this fake world and... I don't know about you, but for me, even the places I travel and maybe it's just the way I'm seeing the world, I feel like people are trying to live their online lives in real life. Yeah. So they're trying to live this caricature that they built online. Yeah. And I feel like things like this were happening in the past. Like I identify as a hippie. I identify as a punk. I, 
you know, but now it's just gone to such an extreme level that we're not really seeing the wholeness of the person. Yeah, no, I can totally see that. Yep. And I feel with this south node in Libra, moving to the north node in Aries, people are going to have a lot more autonomy and people are going to be becoming a lot more real again, letting their true selves shine out again, which I really, really am excited for. (laughs) Yeah, I totally, that's interesting you say that because I have been feeling an acceleration in that recently, like just looking around me and also within myself, like this acceleration and leaning into like true authenticity. Mm, I love that. I love that. Me too. I can actually, I I can feel that for you from everything that you've told me about, like your journey and yeah. Happy for you, Brooke. Thank you. (laughs) It's in line Um, with the astrology. It is in line with the astrology. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Now Libra is also to do with beauty. So we can see beauty standards going to another extreme and because it's there's law there could be laws around um procedures oh okay interesting yeah it being a little bit stricter but that's just a maybe i'm not sure okay other things that could be hot topics lgbtq issues gender issues laws for single people single households more awareness around that Mm. um less shame in being single and um, understanding it being like a lifestyle choice for some people. What I found interesting was, again, another news story I read, which I felt was very linked to this, was some celebrities in a country that's at war at the moment having what they called a semi-naked party and being given fines because they're not respecting the war they're in. Oh, wow. Interesting. Uh, So I feel like there's a more freedom of speech, more you have to behave this way. And if you're not going to behave this way, you're going to be punished. But again, because we're moving into the Aries energy, we're going to really see people fighting for that and wanting to begin again and starting afresh and uh, being more forthright with what they want and um, being this is who I am and standing Mm -hmm. within their own truth and their own autonomy. Yeah. Yeah. I will also see walking away from people that are just no good for you. And when me and you were talking yesterday, I think this was like a very good point. We were talking about the energetics of other people. Mm. Yeah. And the auric field. And how um, when we're around other people, their energy can influence us. And it's not necessarily, it makes us act in a way that's jeopardizing our own growth or our own potential or our own moving forward. And some connections, it's not necessarily going to be like, you're evil and you've done this and I need to walk away. Some connections, it's going to be, a lot more subtle like you drain my energy you don't respect me you are you can be quite negative um 
On the flip side, something within us can change. So if someone's quite negative, we might find, well, actually, I'm quite happy now. So my energy is quite strong. So you can be quite ne negative, but I find this quite funny. So I can laugh it all off and you can help change that person's vibration. But it's not putting that pressure on yourself. Like mm -hmm. the focus is on you and how your growth is going to go. Yes. I think, again, with relationships, this is going to show massively, um, especially, again, with gender. So um, growing up, for me, it was don't show a guy you like them. Or if you do, it has to be very subtle. Right. Whereas now I am seeing a lot more women being like, I messaged him. I message him first. I double text him. If he doesn't like me, well, there's the door. Someone yeah. else will. Because yeah. I'm great. Yeah. And going into that more forthright Aries, I'm going to take what I want. And if you don't like it, well, it's your loss. Yeah. Which I love. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's just like, it's just, it's more authenticity. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Yeah, it is more authenticity.